Star Wars Sessions. Extra. Hello there, it's Matt here, and on this fine winter's approaching Springs Day, I'm coming at you with a non-spoiler review of the recently released novel Star Wars Victory's Price, the third and final instalment in Alexander Freed's Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Uh, And on that, do you remember when people complained that it should have been called Orabesh Squadron? (laughs) Yeah, it wouldn't have worked, it just wouldn't have worked. So Alphabet Squadron... Uh, up top, big thanks to the queens and the kings over at Del Rey for the copy of the books to read. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And it goes without saying that you really need to have read the first two parts of this trilogy. Because, once again, we're focusing on Erica Quell, Wild Ark, Chasna Chadik, Nath Tenson, Keros, Sor- Soran Keys. Those names mean nothing to you. Then you haven't read the first two books. So off you pop. Alphabet Squadron, uh, Shadow Fall. The last three years, including this one, we've had a uh, inst- installment of this trilogy from Alexander Freed. Alphabet Squadron 2019, Shadow Fall in 2020, and now Victory's Price in 2021. So for fans of this mini-series and publishing, it's been a cool little event. You know, To know we've got to wait a year, pretty much, for each book. The question, obviously, was, was it worth the wait? I liked Alphabet Squadron a lot. I did actually really like that, surprisingly. Uh, Shadow Fall, I thought was great. I thought that was a step up from Alphabet Squadron. So now with Victory's Price, how are they going to stick the landing? Are they going to stick the landing? Are, they, are we going to have a really decent trilogy here? And for me, I think they did. I think Alexander Free did a great job with Victory's Price. That's my up top thoughts on the book. I think he did a really good job, and I'm really satisfied, really pleased with um, the story and the conclusion to this trilogy. A trilogy which I Enjoyed when it is a duology, when it's just the two books. And now I really, really dig this trilogy. I think it's really, really good. The big reveal at the end of Shadowfall sets us up here. And of course we follow that trail. And the main trail is still Alphabet Squadron versus the 204th Shadow Wing, The Imperial Remnant sort of deadliest um, assassin fighter group. And Alphabet Squadron is part of... Uh, Hera Syndulla's command, so we get a lot of Hera as well, but, um, yep, so the end of Shadowfall, we go from there, and of course we follow that trail with Erica Quell, and Soren Keys gets a lot of airtime as well, so the bad guys get equal, if not more, book time, word time, than the good guys. Wild Lark and Nath Tenson make up a lot of time for the good guys, Wiles on the front cover, looking like an absolute beefcake. And then in terms, in terms of the other characters, Chasna Chadik, she is facing her own inner issues from the last book there's a lot of internal dialogue with her which i thought was really good and kairos kairos gets a lot more development too a lot more in this book compared to the other two books where you know she was a mysterious figure and she still kind of is now but we get to find out more about her her motivations and the reason the reasons for why she is basically the reason why she is and as characters they've all been changed and shaped by their experiences uh, experiences prior to the uh, events of these books, but also what's happened throughout the trilogy. Everything has a ramification. Everything has consequences. So what happened in book one is still being felt now. What happened in the second book is absolutely still being felt now. It's not just a case of, well, 
you know, these are three isolated stories within a trilogy. You know, they really have got a great connective tissue through them. And that's what I appreciate. I appreciate being able to read these books and they do feel like their own story. They feel like they've got their own place in the galaxy now. And it isn't just a couple of, you know, stories which have similar, same characters in, but don't really tie in. We're not getting that here. We're not getting that here. Alexander Freed has crafted a really good trilogy of books. And Victory's Price, just is it the best of the lot? I really like Shadowfall. I really like Shadowfall, but also really like Victory's Price because it managed to stick that landing. It's uh, it's a big old book. It's a big old book. It's a loaf. When I uh, when I was reading it, I was like, "This is." I've read for a couple of hours here, and I'm only like 150 odd pages through it. And I looked at these. You know, I closed the book, looked at my bookmark. I was like. Damn, I'm not even a third through this. It's over 550 odd pages. It's a big old tome. It's bigger than the recent Light of the Jedi and Into the Dark. It doesn't mean it's a bad book, though. It is a slow book, and by that, uh, I don't mean it's boring. I mean it's patient. Alexander Free takes his time to get the de- eke out all of the development for his characters, so we know exactly what's going on. We know exactly their motivations for the most part. Some were a bit, as we get further into the book, towards the end, some are a bit not out of character, but. Uh, abrupt shall we say but it's a slow patient book he takes his time and i like that it's descriptive the it's expressed excellently the locations i could vividly picture them in my mind the ships i could see them the characters the events uh, the battles i could see them i could picture them and that's all i want i've said before in other uh, novel reviews whether it's a ground assault an air assault whatever it is i need to be able to picture it like we all do i need to be able to picture it in my mind to be able to get that full emotion. And I could do here. I could do. Whether it's the larger scale ones. The smaller more intimate battles. Alexander Freed does a great job. And a lot of that is obviously is because of what he's building on. From the last two books. But here he does a good job. We've got a few story threads running alongside each other. So I said Eric Quill from the last book. Each character has their own issue as such to overcome. Or doubt or whatever it might be. So we get those going hand in hand with each other. And none feel boring and by that i mean it's obviously it's obviously split into chapters of course it's a book here welcome to matt hudson's uh book breakdown pagination and all um no but obviously ch- ch- chapters are devoted dedicated to each story at a time you'll, you'll have what's happening with these guys and then the next chapter will move uh somewhere else to these people and then we'll focus on the next and the next one i never found myself getting to uh, a certain chapter following a certain gang or group of people and thought, oh, I'll skim read this one. No, I was I was in. Again, that's all I want from a book is to be in, is to not value something more than something else or to, you know, kind of not look forward to finding out where we're going with certain parts of the story. And I didn't feel that here. And in other trilogies, maybe I have done or other books <laughs> within the canon I have done, but I didn't feel that here. And I felt, there was we were building up to something big and i hope we would i didn't want the end of victory's price and the trilogy to feel like a bit of a damp squib that we we were building up these characters and these two opposing factions alphabet and 204 shadow wing to just have a kind of like a a weak battle at the end no we we felt like we're building up to something big and we are there are there are plenty of signposts within the book as to where this story is going to end up uh, especially if you know where it is placed within the canon as well it's you probably may know what's going to win up or at least it's going to pass through as well so there's that connective tissue with the rest of the canon as well but we i thought we were building up something big we were i really like the ending of the book i did think they nailed it 
There are epilogues which are which are tasty. They're tasty. They uh, open up new stories as well. And I was worried with this book in particular that we wouldn't get any kind of resolution that Alexander Freed may want to keep trails open for future stories or like canon would dictate that, you know, this has to happen or, you know, as a blanket statement, this can't happen. This needs to continue so we can potentially use this and that in other stories. So I was glad to find that I didn't get that vibe an awful lot here. The epilogues helped a lot with that. So we opened up new stories. It's closed off a few other ones. And I really, really liked that part of Victory's Price. So characters well handled. The events were good. Writing was very good. It's not really an awful lot I didn't like about this book. Like I said, it's a big book. It's a long book. It might put some people off, potentially, because it is a, it isn't the, the fastest paced book in the world. I look over at my bookshelf over there and I see Catalyst by Rogue One, the James Luce, by Rogue One, the Rogue One story by James Lucino. It's not as big as this book, but it's got a similar, at times a similar vibe. By that I mean, Catalyst is, is, is a wordier book. And it's more of a character-driven book, or certainly more story-based rather than big explosive events happening. And a lot of Victory's Price is like that. It's a lot more of uh, exploration, whether that's internal or galactic, if you will. People exploring their limits, exploring themselves. And then we get, obviously, battles interspliced with that. But there are long patches where we're just with the characters. So if that doesn't stand like your bag, you may struggle with Victory's Price. I liked it a lot, though. I thought it was exciting. I thought it was engaging. And that's all I wanted from this book. I also, well, it didn't have to be better, necessarily, than Shadowfall or Alphabet Squadron. I just wanted it to be as good as. And it is. It is as good as. It's as good as Alphabet Squadron and better. Shadowfall. I thought Shadowfall was great, man. Victory's Price may top it just because it is the end and we get that. Uh, we get some conclusions and some answers, but they're both very good books. It's a really good trilogy of books, and Victory's Price is a very good way to to end off here. We also get more about Operation Cinder as well, just as a shout. Operation Cinder hasn't gone away. It's coming back for a second wave as well. Uh, it's less ostentatious maybe than before. Like There's less kind of like weather uh, disruptors in the sky above planets, big red ray guns coming down. It's more about brute force. It's more about focusing on the weakness of a planet and exploiting it and you know, making making the people bend to the rem, Imperial Remnant's will or be destroyed. And, it, it's, and Alexander Free doesn't hold back on some of the chaos of those situations. So Cinder hasn't gone away. Alphabet Squadron have got to do something to stop it alongside Harris and Dula and her other forces. It's got some great connective tissue. And I really like this book. I recommend this book. I recommend this trilogy. I recommend the trilogy as well. It's a very, very good trilogy. Uh, if you, especially if you like Starfighters, especially if you like the kind of Band of Brothers camaraderie that you can get in those books. And Alphabet Squadron aren't the tightest of squadrons. They're not like, um, it isn't like a group of buddies here. It is very dysfunctional. And that also works as well. It isn't like the best buddies getting together, going on a flying jaunt. These, apparently, uh, <laughs> they hard to get on most of the time. And that makes for some compelling reading for me. The dynamics that that brings, and it's that permeates throughout the trilogy, and it just and it just ends nicely with Victory's Price. So, my review of that is is very good. Basically, go out, pick it up. If you haven't read the first two books, go and get them from wherever you get your books, or alternatively, check out the audiobooks. The audiobooks are great, and I'm, I know everybody said this about the uh, Star Wars audiobooks, but they're awesome. 
They really are. It isn't just, um, isn't there some geezer talking about the book? And then Luke unsheathed his lightsaber. Nah! You've got, the, you've got music in the background, there's sound effects, there's the ambient noises as well. So if you feel like you're on the ship or you're in the battle, or you're in the marketplace or wherever it might be, the audiobooks are going, I can't wait to go back and listen to this book via audiobook. Now I've read it, I want to go back and hear the characters again and, and hear the situations now that I kind of have a, a feel for the story more so. But check them out. Go and get the audiobooks. Go and get an Audible subscription or something. We're not sponsored by them, but I know they can if they want to. But uh, that's where you want to get them from. And check those out and then read Victory's Price. I'd love to hear what you think about this trilogy and this book in particular. If you've read this book, how did it stack up to the other two? Was it as good as? Was it on par? Or did you think it disappointing? I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And I'd love to go into full spoilers for this trilogy as well at some point. Have a proper trilogy breakdown and chat and where we might be going. So maybe that'll be coming at some point on Star Wars Sessions. But that is that for my non-spoiler review of Star Wars Victory's Price. Nothing major here to complain about. A few character decisions here and there, especially certainly towards the end, which were abrupt. But nothing which is like, well, that's, you know, this is taking a hard and fast left turn or that felt out of the blue or totally against character or, or ruined the flow of the story. There's a few things here and there. And obviously throughout the book, I mentioned the pace and the pace is just fine to me. It may not work for everyone. And, there, and admittedly, there were times when the story did slow down to a crawl, did slow down to a crawl. And there were moments when I did think, I hope it doesn't carry on like this for the next few pages or chapters. Thankfully, it doesn't to me. But to you, it might do. Let's just be balanced there. So, again, that's my non-spoiler review. Go check it out. Let us know what you thought about this book and this trilogy. And until I speak to you next time, see ya.